Are you sick of feeling stuck when trying to communicate in English? Like you can't find the right words or you can't keep up with the pace of the conversation or maybe you just don't have any confidence in your own speaking skills. Don't panic because today I'm going to give you some tips that you can use starting today to overcome these problems and build your confidence. So let's get cracking. All right, mate, and welcome back to another episode of the Dan Sensei British English Podcast, the podcast designed for intermediate and advanced level English learners that want to know more about British life, British culture, and of course, British English. If you're new around here, my name's Dan, nice to meet you, and today we're talking about a really, really common problem. And that problem is feeling stuck when you're trying to speak in English, right? It's not a nice feeling. I definitely experienced this when I first moved to Japan and I was trying to improve my Japanese. And my wife said that she experienced the same thing when we first started dating and she was trying to improve her English. So I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, you want to express yourself fluently and confidently and naturally in English, but it never seems to happen, right? You just don't seem to be able to do it. And that is a big problem. But what is actually causing this problem? Well, it could be happening for a bunch of different reasons. A really common cause of this is vocabulary, right? You can't find the right words at the right time when you're in a conversation. You know, you can't stop the conversation to look on Google what's this word in English? You can't do that. You have to just do it in your brain. And sometimes you can't find the right word at the right time and your brain just goes blank and <laughs> I don't know what to do, right? Another problem could be grammar. It could be a grammar problem. You're not really confident in which pattern you should use in which situation. So you get a bit confused and you try it one way and it doesn't sound right. So you try it another way and it doesn't sound right. And you get confused and you don't really know what to do. Could be a problem. Could be a pronunciation thing. A lot of people worry about their pronunciation, that it's not clear enough or it's not good enough or it's not British enough, whatever that is. And that means that they don't really feel confident when they have to pronounce certain words. And yeah, that can be quite difficult. A lot of people that I work with and that I teach are frightened to death of making mistakes or being misunderstood. They're so scared of making mistakes that it just stresses them out and then they can't communicate properly because they're so scared of making a mistake, right? That happens to loads of people. Another thing that might be causing this problem is the pace of the conversation. When native speakers speak to each other, they speak pretty quickly. The conversation moves at a pretty fast pace, right? Of course it does. We do this all day, every day for years. We've got loads of experience doing this. But for you, as an English language learner, you haven't got that experience. And it can be really overwhelming to try and keep up with a conversation at that pace. It's easy to miss details. And then you spend your time thinking about what did he just say? And then the conversation's already moved on and you're confused and you'd feel like you can't do it, right? It's it's proper difficult situation. It's a proper ball ache when you're faced with this kind of thing that it ends up leading you to feel frustrated or anxious or like your confidence goes down and you just feel like, 
I can't do this. I can't do English. And that is a bit of a disaster, if you, especially if you're living in the UK or you're dealing with English speakers all the time, because it ends up leading to some real problems in your life. From a personal perspective, if you're living in an English-speaking country like England and you can't communicate with the people around you, how on earth are you going to make friends? How are you going to build relationships with people? How are you going to feel part of your local community? The answer is you're not. And if you don't, you're going to get lonely. You're going to feel isolated and homesick. And none of that's nice. That's not good. It could end up leading you to just give up and go home. And you don't want that. So that's a big problem. It could also mean that your daily life is just way harder than it actually needs to be. You know, going to the doctors, going to the dentist, getting a travel pass, you know, going to the library, going to the city hall to fill in some documents. All of this stuff is already annoying, but it's double annoying when you feel like you can't do it because of English. That language barrier is making everything worse. And that's not good for your mental health or your quality of life, right? On the other hand, let's look at it from a professional perspective. You know, at work, if you're struggling to communicate, you can't build decent relationships with your co-workers, you can't communicate with clients and stuff like that. And maybe it's going to end up costing you promotions and meaning that your career kind of gets put on hold, right? Uh, another way to look at it is like if you're going to meetings and you're dealing with uh, tasks and you don't really understand all the information, how are you supposed to do a good job? If you don't know exactly what you're supposed to be doing because of a language barrier problem and a communication problem, you're not going to do a good job. Simple as, and that means your career gets worse. And it's like a snowball, right? Not being able to find the right word at the right time could end up rolling down the hill and ending up that your career is on hold and you give up and go home. You know, it sounds daft, but people feel that way. It can be a real disaster dealing with this problem. Now, I don't want to be all doom and gloom about it. So I want you to now imagine a world where you can communicate confidently in English, right? Think how much better life would be. You can build decent relationships with the people around you so you don't feel lonely and homesick. Daily life tasks are much easier. Still sucks going to the dentist, but at least you don't have to worry about the English while you're there. Your career is improving, you're making progress, you're doing a good job, you're getting promotions, and you're part of your local community, so you can live an interesting life. And that sounds good, doesn't it? But how do we get from everything's terrible because I can't communicate in English, to life's great because I can communicate in English? Well, I've got a few ideas about it. The first bit of advice I've got for you today is to build strong foundations. And sadly, that means boring stuff like vocabulary and grammar, right? Nobody really enjoys spending a lot of time learning vocabulary and grammar. It's kind of boring. It means reading textbooks or whatever. But it's a necessary evil. You can't do the stuff like communicating with confidence if you haven't got the foundations to do it. So you should spend some time every single day strengthening your foundations, learning new words, reviewing words that you've already learned, working out new grammar patterns that you can use in your daily conversations. And building your confidence around these things will then translate into confidence when you're actually using them 
in a conversation. Now, there are loads of ways that you can practice things like vocabulary and grammar, right? If you're a textbook kind of person, get a textbook about vocabulary, get a textbook about grammar and do the little exercises and stuff, whatever you can do every single day to improve those skills. Like me, if you're not a fan of textbooks, there's other things you can do. There's apps, there's websites, there's quizzes and stuff like that where you can practice improving your vocabulary and grammar. Maybe you're the kind of person that enjoys learning by doing. You know, maybe you enjoy reading books or magazines or newspapers or website articles in English and you're naturally picking up new words and grammar patterns just by kind of reading and stuff. Maybe reading's not your thing. Maybe you want to listen. So podcasts and ebooks and the radio. Maybe you're more into films or TV or YouTube videos or whatever it is. Interacting with English in these ways is a great way to reinforce the vocabulary and grammar foundations that you need. It's not all about just learning 10 new words a day. It's all about reinforcing what you already know and building on top of it. And it doesn't really matter how you do it. Everybody's different. What works for me might not work for you and what works for you might not work for person C. You know, everybody's different. Horses for courses, as we say in British English. But you've got to do it. You've got to put the time in. You've got to put the effort in and you've got to show up consistently to improve these things because that will then lead to you being able to use them in a real conversation. The next tip I've got for you today is if you want to communicate confidently in English, you've got to practice communicating in English. And I know how ridiculous that sounds. And I can imagine the face that you just pulled as I said that sentence. Like, come on, Dan, of course that's the case. And your eyes rolled so far into the back of your skull, you could see your brain. And I know it sounds simple, but it's true. And you know it's true. But so many people don't do it. Imagine if you want to run a marathon, right? What are you going to do? You're going to practice running. If you want to become a chess champion, guess what you're going to do? You're going to practice playing chess. So if you want to become a confident communicator in English, guess what you're going to do? You're going to practice speaking English. It's obvious, but so many people don't do it. There's a load of excuses that people come up with. Even now, I can imagine people sat there listening to this, well, well, I can't practice speaking English, Dan. There's no one I can practice speaking English with. Bollocks. That is bollocks. It's just an excuse. You're listening to my voice, my dulcet tones over the internet. That means you've got an internet connection, which means you can find people to practice speaking English with. There's loads of different ways. When I first came to Japan, I went on websites like meetup.com and I found groups of people that were getting together to practice speaking Japanese in my city. And I went along to these groups and talked to a load of new people and I could practice my speaking skills. And even though I was pretty basic, it was a great experience for me because I got to actually practice in real world situations with real people. It didn't cost me a penny. These groups met for free and I just went along and I enjoyed it. I thought it were good. So there's probably a group like this in your area. 
If there isn't, the pandemic caused a load of people to start doing these meetings online. So maybe you can find a Zoom meeting group or something where you can go along and chat to new people in English. There's loads of options. Another option could be something like language exchange. Maybe in your area, there's an English speaker that's learning your native language and you can meet that person and you can share language. We do language exchange, maybe half an hour in English and half an hour in your native language. Both of you get the benefit of improving your speaking skills in the language you're learning and you help each other out. So it's not really going to cost a lot because you're both helping each other for free, right? Now, language exchange is a fantastic way to meet new people and get started. Look on like local websites, maybe things like Craigslist or, you know, where people try and buy and sell services, maybe Facebook groups for your area. Try and find other people that want to practice with you. It's a good way to get started. These language exchange groups also exist online. Do some Googling, search around, try and find people to practice with. I promise you, even if it's only half an hour a week, it's going to make a big difference. There's also loads of websites where you can pay a small amount of money to talk to native speakers for a little bit, you know, Cambly or something like that. It's not ideal because they're just native speakers. They're not necessarily teachers, but it's still a way for you to practice from the comfort of your own home. And all of these things, all of these different methods achieve the same goal. And that is practicing communicating in English. And even now, I know that some of you will be sat there like, oh, I can't do that. You don't understand my situation. Well, in that case, why don't you try speaking to yourself? If everything else fails, which I doubt it will, but if for some reason you can't do any of them other things, speak to yourself. When you're in the shower, have a conversation with yourself about your day or what you're going to do tomorrow or what you're going to do next weekend or what you need to buy from the supermarket. Just talk to yourself. Why not? It's good practice. You know, it gives you a chance to get your mouth moving and actually have a conversation, even if it's with yourself. Maybe you're watching me on a smartphone right now. Your smartphone's probably got some kind of voice recording function. Talk to that. Record a voice message. Why not? Just a couple of minutes. Today I went to the supermarket and I bought 12 bananas. Whatever it is that you... <laughs> what a weird message. Whatever it is that you want to talk about, say it to your phone and listen back to it. Maybe you'll understand what your problems are a bit more if you can hear yourself speaking. Now, I know everybody hates their own voice. Um... I do, and I'm a, making a podcast right now, but it is good practice. Whatever way you decide to practice, you just got to keep going. Start practicing and eventually you'll end up as a confident speaker. It's not rocket science. Now, the last thing I want to talk to you about today is a bit of a bitter pill to swallow. But before I tell you what it is, I want to tell you a little bit of a story. When I came to Japan, I assumed that I'd be able to just pick up the language on my own. You know, I've got a couple of textbooks, I've got a couple of apps, you know, I can watch TV and I'll be able to do it on my own. I can improve on my own. And that's true to a certain extent. A lot of people all over the world learn languages on their own, right? But there comes a point where you need some direction, you need some feedback, you need some support. Because if you don't have those things, how are you supposed to know what's wrong? 
you feel like you can't do something, but you're not really sure exactly why you personally can't do that thing, right? You can look online for videos that talk in general, like this one. This is a generalized video. It's not specifically for you, is it? Your situation may be a little different. So that's where you need this personalized feedback. And this is difficult for people to accept because this costs money and people don't like spending money on things where they feel like they can do it themselves for free. This is the reason that there's so many like home improvement stores out there because everyone looks at some shelves and thinks, yeah, I can build that. I don't need to pay somebody to build it for me. And then you end up with some shit shelves that don't really like line up and all your books are falling off at shelf and stuff. It's just how humans work. However, if you look at it like this, it's an investment. If you want a better career and a better life and better relationships and more confidence, is that not worth a bit of money to do that? And I know not everyone can afford these things, but there's a load of different options for all different price brackets. You can go on websites like italki and you can get lessons for pretty cheap just to get a bit of feedback. You could try some online courses. There's group courses, there's group classes, there's communication groups where a native speaker's in there and they'll give you some feedback. You can try online courses or mastermind groups and this kind of stuff where maybe it's a three-month course and you get together every week. Or you can do like private lessons, you know, man-to-man -man lessons. Maybe this is in your local area. You go to an evening class or a weekend class. Maybe it's online. You join an online class, either it's a group or a man-to-man -man thing. And you get the feedback from a language professional. Somebody like me that's experienced, that knows what the problems are. And more importantly, knows what you need to do to fix them. It's hard to know that on your own. So it can feel frustrating like you're not making progress. And the truth is you're probably not making progress if you keep making the same mistakes over and over again, right? But if somebody can tell you what to do and how to fix the problems, it's much easier to make progress. So it's something you really need to consider if you're serious about improving your English skills and therefore your life. So now you know how to improve the foundations and practice is the only way to get there and getting the personalized feedback you need, all that stuff puts you on the right track. But there's one more little piece of the puzzle and that my friends is patience. It's a skill that I don't particularly have, but you need to understand that Rome wasn't built in a day. Just doing these things today is not gonna fix the problem. You gotta do these things every day for a long time. Maybe it's gonna take three months, maybe six months, maybe a year, maybe two years, maybe five years. It's different for everyone. It's a gradual process, but being dedicated and showing up every day and doing these things, I promise you one way or another, you'll get to the point where you're a confident communicator and therefore you're able to appreciate a better life, better relationships, feeling part of your community and maybe even having a better career. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Now, of course, I also offer private lessons. I'm pretty sure you guys already know that. So if you are interested in working with me and improving your English communication skills or your pronunciation or your business English, whatever it is that you feel you need to work on, 
hit me up, go to my website, dansenseienglish.com. There's a link there for private lessons. It's got all the information. You can even book a free 15 minute meeting with me where we'll talk together and see how I can help you. No pressure. If you decide it's not for you, great. But if you want to go ahead, we can talk about what that looks like and how I can help you and stuff like that. So if you are interested, that's dansenseienglish.com. The link is in the show notes. Let's work together to improve your English. But that's it for this episode. So I'll catch you in the next one.